Hello, everybody, and welcome to Mixed Reviews, a uh, racially tasty and <laughs> culturally diverse 21st century cannibalist podcast. Cannibalist? I should have just said cannibal. You should have said cannibalistic. Cannibalist. I, I know, I was between cannibalistic and cannibal, and then I just I like split the difference. Like ballistas firing. Ballist <laughs> cannibalistas. It's when you shoot little human heads, and they just start... <laughs> eating <laughs> eating you <laughs> um so uh yes the theme the heavy theme of this this episode is how cannibalism it's how we're covering <laughs> raw the 2016 french film the french film that uh, wasn't my french accent by the way because that was not french that sounded swedish yeah i don't know what that was it just seemed right it seemed it seemed correct all right so yes we're talking about raw I love this movie. <laughs> you really do. So it's actually <laughs> funny. You wanted to do this episode. This was your suggestion. Was um, it? I don't remember. Yeah, you were like, can we do Raw? Because, um, fun fun fact, this is Julia Ducournau, I think is how you pronounce her last name. That director is her first film, and it did really well at Cannes Film Festival, which is where it got like all of its hype, and then it came to America because it's weird. And she just made history with her second film, and I got to go see a, a free preview of that movie. And that movie is spectacular, and that comes out this year. It's called Titan. That's and, right. This is um, a director that did Titan. Yeah, yeah. She won the the Golden Palm at um, Cannes, which hasn't been won by a woman in, like, 90 years. And that's, like, the, the biggest award you can get at that festival, and that's a pretty big film festival. I'm very um, excited for Titan. Then. Yeah, it's a very good movie. I really like. I'm gonna go see it again when it comes out. But that's what. And then we were like, oh, because obviously I was gonna rewatch this movie, and we were just gonna be like, oh, well, might as well, because uh, well this isn't a movie I'm gonna revisit in two months or want to revisit, I guess. I'm glad we did, because I haven't seen this. You first recommended this movie like four or five years ago. Literally, would just, hey, here's the title, go watch it, and you never recommend movies to me, literally ever. So I was like, well, <laughs> only weird shit. <laughs> this is a rare sight to see. I guess I have to do it. And it was like on Netflix or something. So I was able to yeah. pull it up really easily. And I watched it. And I immediately texted you. I was like, the fuck did I sign up for? You didn't tell me any of this. All she said was, go watch this movie raw. And I went in blindly going, this is going to be a dumb Transformers movie. It's not. It's no. so much not. No. So, uh, I mean, this movie can be summed up with a pretty awesome, like, line a pretty awesome summary that's just uh, it's a cannibal coming of age story it is is it, basically what it is it is it's it's beautiful it's it's coming of age how i like it told which is like guttural like rough coming of yeah. age stories are so like whimsical and nice and everything works out and i i hate that i like it well, when that's they're why mean and like nasty. coming of age like european coming of age is specifically because I feel like most people in Europe are traumatized at a young age. All of these like young adult films that I've seen, they're they're all like very gritty and like hardcore. Mm -hmm. Um like this kind of is. This this movie juggles a lot of themes. We have we have coming of age. I wrote down all the themes that I could think of. It was a coming of age, living with your choices. And then also I found this weird like anti-drug theme in it where it sort of painted this thing to me, and I don't know if this is intentional at all, it's just what I picked up, uh, where, like, addiction as a mental illness and how it's so combative and, like, takes over you. Oh, okay, yeah, definitely. It's... Yeah, it, you could it, definitely pull that. 
it has so it like it's so layered without trying to be and you can definitely interpret whatever you want from it it can be fully viewed surface level as well which is how i think movies should be you should be able to view them surface level no problem and then if you really like it you can go in and dissect the crap out of it and that's that's what this does yeah yeah i am i always say this movie to me is steps away from it has all the the components to be outstanding and it lands on pretty good um i think that there's a lot of like really competent filmmaking here my problem is i saw the trailer for this movie and the nice thing about titan is the trailer does the exact opposite where it tells you nothing about this movie where this movie tells you the entire plot in the trailer so you already go into it knowing that she's a vegetarian who tries meat for the first time and finds out that she's a cannibal and i feel like putting that under a veil would have made this movie perform a lot better um and i think it would have it would have worked a lot better for me i also feel like it has strangely it's it's a strangely clumsy pacing Oh, I love the pace. That's the one thing I wrote down was that I love the pacing of this because it starts off so slow and it's like almost boring until the exact halfway mark. And then it starts to pick up like more of a like a typical movie pacing to it. See, yeah, I have I have the opposite where I feel like I, I think the the choice of the pacing, I think it drags in weird spots that don't feel like rhythmically correct and then I feel like it it cuts some things out that would have been helpful to see and would have been helpful to know um and I and because of that and because it loses a lot of its shock factor I feel like the result is you get a really unsatisfying climax with this movie because I feel like the the biggest surprises and the biggest like wow moments are all kind of in the beginning and at the top of the second act which is fine but because like I think the pacing is so awkwardly staggered in the rest of the movie, I think that it leads to like this really weird ending, which doesn't really feel like an ending to me. Okay, that that so it, there's a couple ways to kind of view this movie. You can view it as almost like a monster movie. Like you can view the main character as like this monster that you're just watching. But if you, if you view it as like a character study that I like to see it, I feel like it fits that pacing a little bit better because you're really just watching her, watching her kind of like unravel and then put herself back together and then become herself. And then as yeah. you watch it through that pacing, you see these like um, time code marks where it's like a new a new chapter in her finding herself and then how she plays out from there. Like at one point, you know, she, she discovers like making her own decision of like just with her diet with what she wants to eat she starts eating meat that leads to a whole nother thing that leads to the halfway mark of her like finding out she's cannibalistic her kind of delving into that cannibalism and we kind of dissect that for a little bit and then we go into the cannibalism turning into like the addiction cause where she has relapses of it and we see her struggle with this sort of addiction and then we see her get into the sexual side we dissect that and then finally the coming to terms of like what this all is and what it can do to you over the course of time. And I feel like each each moment is bookended by like different sections and each chunk of the movie helps you look at this character. Yeah. Um see, yeah, I, I agree with that. And I agree that it definitely works better as a character study, because that's always how I've I've watched it, and I think that's how you are supposed to watch it, which immediately kind of, <laughs> I kind of makes me like, you know, raise a brow to this movie because the sister I feel like is such a more interesting protagonist. <laughs> like I would so much rather watch a movie about her 
But, um, yeah, no, I, I feel like in the third act, you... Because this movie hits our, hits our... I think it actually is just below an hour 40. Because most of the time, I'll it's make short. the note that I... Yeah, most of the time, I'll make the note that I feel like movies should be cut down, that the edit should be tighter. I think this movie has a, a weird situation with me where I'm not saying it should be longer, but I'm saying that they, they could have put more content in certain places. Because yeah. at the end of the movie, it definitely is a character study, but you don't really gain anything from it. Yeah. And like I said, a lot of this movie's appeal comes from the shock factor and the reveal of the information and the way it's provided and the way it's given to you. And once you you get past the whole, yeah, she's a cannibal. Yeah, she eats her sister's finger. Like at that point, she's just like kind of batshit crazy and like catatonic and really disconnected, which is a totally realistic you know, um, reaction to have to something like this. She's a cannibal. Yeah. But I feel like, yeah, to make that the end of a movie that's so gripping and so, like, intense for the, the beginning parts of it, I for me, it kind of dead like, flatlines there. So the thing that I like about this movie is they don't really tell you what the cannibalism is. Because it's not, she's not just a person that happens to enjoy human flesh. Like, she yeah. literally needs it. It's almost like science fiction. It's almost like some sort of genetic disorder that's been... Well, it, yeah, it is genetic. Yeah, can we go into spoilers? Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. So I guess um, a, a big part of this this movie is kind of like family connection. So yeah. this is the youngest daughter of two daughters, I believe. And, and like it starts off with her parents. They're like very strict vegetarians. And they, you know, there's a first um, scene where her parents, like her mom goes and yells at one of the, the people who serves her food because there's like, like a, a meatball and her potatoes or something. And she like Karen's on them. Yeah. Um, and then she goes to, they all go to veterinary school because like everybody in their family does that. And she goes and um, her sister attends there and her sister's kind of like the shithead of the family. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, so uh, they, they force her to eat meat and she's very, very against it. And then eventually she can't, she can't stop. Yeah, it, she, that initial, she, like, breaks out in a rash, which, like, is a real thing, that sort of real thing for vegetarians. Like, you had this, you're a vegetarian, like, if you eat meat, you start to feel sick, because you haven't had it your whole life. Yeah, well, I feel like hers is, like, it's, like, an allergic hers reaction, like, hives or something, like, Different level. Up. Hers is nuts. Um, and she starts saying that she feels hungry all the time, regardless of what she's eating, because um, she just tries to keep eating vegetables, and then she starts, like dipping into meat and then we don't have the initial cannibalistic moment until again the exact halfway point um when for whatever reason because it's a french film uh her and her sister are waxing each other the older sister is waxing the younger sister's pubes which i i don't have a sister but i can guarantee that probably wouldn't happen i wouldn't do that no would you if you had a sister no well it's, that's that's part of the reason why i love weird french movies so much <laughs> is because i feel like in europe they just like react to things differently i, I guess i don't so, know like like this movie because this movie is morbid and everybody it and it's morbid in a way where it's so normalized yeah like the hazing is fucked up like the way the sisters are like interacting with each other the way they're bonding with each other is super messed up <laughs> The first time I watched this movie, I'm like, please don't tell me this is going to be an incest sister sex scene. Oh, they please. definitely seem like they're about to bang for like every, half the movie. Every half the movie, second. they look like they're about to have sex. And I was like, I'm going to have to strap in and just chalk it up to a French thing. But like, they don't. So that's... They never do. Yeah. A, 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 a nice relief. Thank God. 
but they're they're the older sister is waxing the younger sisters and it hurts um because it's pubic hair and that shit is volatile if you touch it and uh the younger sister kicks the older sister while she has the scissors trying to cut the wax off and it chops up her fucking finger like just chops it clean off and the older sister passes out because who wouldn't and then the younger sister is like trying to clean up and like do this stuff and she's like holding the finger like not knowing what to do and then she just eats it like instantly eats the she finger. chicken wings it too i love she that does. She she full- black, she's like a black man at buffalo wild wings <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you a lot <laughs> <laughs> she um she does she eats it and what we get there um as soon as she takes the bite like it it is immaculate timing the hard organ synthesized theme hits as soon Dude, as she takes that bite. the music is bite. so good. Oh, it's so good. And it you you feel the impact just because of that exact timing of just hard organ with like, I don't know, a guitar behind it just deafening your ear because it is loud. Yeah. That fucking song yeah. hits you like a truck. And you go, oh my fucking god. And she eats it. And she had tried eating like meat. There's like a moment where she's trying to eat raw chicken out of the fridge and it's like just not doing it for her and this is the yeah. moment where she finally feels release and like this is what i've been needing so much and you find out throughout later through the film that the sister actually knew about this sister's been doing this shit for years yeah she's she's a trained <laughs> professional she's like a mentor at that point so they go off and they start like they, they kill like one dude i wonder if off screen they were supposed they kill to- two they kill two, two? People, there's two people in that car oh they kill two people um, they just casually murder people on the side of the road. Oh yeah, like it's nothing. Um, if you can, in case you don't know this, never hitchhike in France. I mean, never hitchhike in general, but like I guess especially just in Europe in general. Don't so hitchhike. If there so are strangers on the side of the road, just hit them and keep going. Never stop for anybody in Europe. Is, that, is there a lot of European hitchhiker murders? Yeah, almost like I feel like every movie I watch where people are in oh, a foreign- Those are movies. And, I don't care. I, that's all I have to go. If Europeans are writing movies about Europeans hitchhiking and murdering people, that they is my experience. history book. They There's the proof right there. You write from what you know. <laughs> Probably. So they go and they start killing people and the sister like is telling her like, you'll see how bad it gets. You'll see how bad it gets, blah, blah, blah. And sure enough, it's like it progresses and it, she gets like heroin withdrawals. Like, she's sitting there with, like, shocks and body aches because she's, like, trying not to eat people, but it just gets worse. <laughs> what a problem. What and a then situation she, to be in. And then she, like, overindulges and it, like, hypersexualizes her. Like, someone on, like, some big high. Yeah. And she yeah. just, be, just like, starts, like, wanting to fuck all the time and, like, trying to fuck everything. Well, she's not even, like, trying to fuck, I think. I think she's, like... Do you think it's, like, just, a Venus tr- flytrap well, situation? Well, like, like... Yeah, like, I think she's, like, doing what she thinks she has to do in order to get people to eat her. Because, like, or, like in order to, <laughs> you to eat her. She wants people to eat her. No, in order so that she can eat people. Because, yeah. like, she never, like, fully goes through with it. She she kind of looks like she is Venus flytrapping, like, baiting it. Because, like, even when she does actually have sex with the guy, she's mostly just doing it so that she can get better access to a better part to bite him. Yeah. It, that's the one thing I like about this this take of cannibalism is how literally animalistic it is. 
Like they they literally, you know, bait their prey. There's a point where the two sisters are fighting each other and there's there's an awesome shot where they literally look like dogs, rabid dogs being yeah. held by leashes. And it's just it's so it's so good the way they just did not hold back with how intense this thing is. Yeah. Yeah, it's truly like a like a disease. And the visuals of this movie, it it creates this really weird like dirty feeling to it even though it takes place at a veterinary like school and everything's relatively sterile this movie feels disgusting which is like like veterinary school from silent hill like yeah gross and grimy which is like one of the things i I like to look at when i look at these kinds of like weird obscure movies because i really like movies that feel disgusting that's why i like requiem for a dream so much (laughs) like if you can make it the whole movie just feel gross (laughs) and like this and, and it's got like some really weird visuals too because like they're at veterinary school so you get all these like distorted pictures and imagery of animals like the horse being like put up and like all this stuff being like like the bars and shit getting put in his mouth and then at the same time which is honestly the part that would piss me off the most she's getting hazed because she's a freshman in college she's getting hazed the whole time (laughs) and like they make them like crawl around on their hands and like knees and like they cover them in blood and stuff and those visuals i feel like to do that to people especially in a movie like this it, it very much like makes the people feel like cattle and makes yeah. them feel like on the same level as animals. Yeah. And I and especially I, like the callback with her sister when her sister treats her like a dog. Yeah, oh yeah. So her sister because there's like really no villain in this movie until like the last portion when it becomes the sister who is the quote unquote villain. Yeah. I feel um, like the sister's always kind of the villain, but they're related, so you're always like, She's not gonna take it that far. And then you're like, like how- No, she goes and then it's a French movie, so no, she does it way worse in a worse oh, yeah. way that you could never possibly imagine. I mean, for anybody who has siblings, like it's it's like your permanent villain that you also have to love and take care of. It's yeah. it's frustrating. And and I yeah. feel like it paints that really well but to go back to the hazing real quick i love all the hazing that they do and how intense it is because she's doing it and it feels it feels forced it it feels like they're forcing her and then there's a moment with this nurse that is never she never comes back she never comes back never it's just this weird she's like oh you just have a full body rash that's fine get some cream but the nurse the nurse starts talking about like did these people force you and she's like well no and she's like did you tell them no and she was like yeah and the nurse is like well then why'd you do it and she's like i I don't know like she did it she made the choice to do this she fully could have gone out in that hallway with a bat and been like if you all fuck with me i'm gonna (laughs) knock heads (laughs) (laughs) but she went through it because she she doesn't know she hasn't found herself she hasn't found that assertiveness to her to go ahead and and make make it what it needs to be and to, to tell people no and to, to, to find her way in life and sort of this whole cannibalistic thing is like kind of her choices that she's making and agreeing to do the hazing is a choice, a choice she had to live with and it, look how it fucked her up. Her agreeing yeah. to the hazing helped her discover this underlying science fiction genetic condition of her needing human flesh. Yeah. I, I feel like that also is kind of like a catch-22 with the ending because um, cause the ending, um, it's kind of like a secret that her mom is a cannibal too. That's like the big twist, I guess. It's like, oh, look, her mom is also a cannibal cause her dad's covered in like 
wounds and sores and bite marks and stuff and like the last line i think he says there is like you'll find a cure and it was like it's like but if they're all going into veterinary school and they know they're gonna have to eat meat at the hazing (laughs) maybe go to a different school (laughs) what if she just never knew if she has just gone to a different school so so maybe but i do you think the parents went to that school as well yeah that's a scene in the movie so I don't think that Where, like, the sister is taking her down the hallway and at the party. When you first meet the sister, she shows them the, the school picture of her mom and her dad at that school. So I don't think that hazing has been around the whole time. I'm sure it wasn't there. And I bet the sister went. And then because she's like the fuck off child, she was like, I'm not telling anybody about the thing <laughs> I discovered. I'm a fucking superhero. I can fucking <laughs> eat meat and become a fucking sex demon. This is wonderful. A sex demon. And then, and then her sister comes and she's like, yes. Another one. Another one. And yeah, she- I, I kind of, maybe that's like, that's the bulk of the third act that I wish this movie would have had. Kick it up to two hours long and just have them on a rampage together. That would have been Seducing sweet. and eating people. It would have been so great. The, the thing about the dad reveal, the dad reveal is what made me immediately text you because I was not, because the whole movie, he yeah. has this cleft lip. Yeah. And he just looks like Joaquin Phoenix with a fucking cleft lip. And we're like, yeah. oh, another Christoph, French Christoph Waltz has a cleft lip in this movie. Isn't that nice? And then we go <laughs> through the whole movie. We never see the parents again. The final fucking shot of the movie is the well, dad. You see, him at the, you see him halfway. When you your do? sister oh yeah, yeah, yeah the sister they're they're there but they're not there no but like that's what i'm saying when you when you rewatch the movie the dad like his behavior drops so many hints yeah of about the ending and it's it's kind of fun to watch cuz like the way he he talks about like the way he words things you can tell that he's like fuck this one's going to be just like all the other ones <laughs> And um, it, it's revealed that the reason his lip is cleft is because their mother bit the fuck out of him or bit bit the crap out of him when um, they were dating and then has just feasted on him for literal Slowly. years. Slowly. He has like, he's just all scar tissue. He looks like a burn victim. It's growing back at least. He has it's, skin. He needs Neosporin. <laughs> that's, Neos- that's the only reason his skin's staying on. <laughs> He is Neosporin at this point. He's <laughs> Neosporin in like the last two layers before you hit like the muscle. <laughs> I love I love the dad reveal so much. Because Yeah, I thought that was a really good ending ending to this movie. Because this was definitely a movie that you're like, where is this gonna go? And I feel like that's why the third act feels so unsatisfactory to me. Because other if you're not initially pulled in by the idea of like a veter like a, a vegetarian turned cannibal and you need more than that because like obviously you know that getting into it that's presented to you like right at that like the halfway mark yeah. and you're like where is this gonna go um so i liked it as the ending because it's a really good cliffhanger ending that's like where is this gonna go after like i said i, I feel like the rest of the movie is like it could have taken so many other turns and instead it just kind of like fizzles itself out and it it almost leads it back into like another theme where it's like you cannot escape genetics. You, 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 there's no running from problems that have existed in your family for years. Yeah, and it's just like this big oh my god moment. So it's like you know, the, 
You got, uh, nah, I don't want to say that. It's too heavy. Things like cancer and like <laughs> mental illness, you know. Um, they, they're genetic. Things, things carry over and there's no running from them. You have to prepare and you have to prepare your kids if you have things like that. Things like Parkinson's that can pass over. This is dark. This is dark and depressing now. This is a good movie. It's a fun watch. There's a lot of butts in it. There's a, oh, that's one thing I want to talk about. Now, hold how on. How many b- butts there are? No, not how many butts. I want. <laughs> it's just the butts made me realize. So the actress they got to play the younger sister is, like, very skinny. She's probably just one of those, like, naturally skinny girls. Yeah. Um, but I think they chose her on purpose because she almost looks malnourished because she hasn't been eating what she actually needs for her body. Why are you laughing at me? This is the thought <laughs> I have. Like, Don't I laugh like at my thoughts. This is like such an underhanded compliment. Like, <laughs> if if I were that girl and I heard someone say that, I'd be like, "What the fuck?" She's French. She can't understand me. It's fine. I think she could speak English. I don't know. You know what I mean? She they yeah. they picked a skinnier girl than the sister, who's not like fat by any means. Um, and you know, all bodies are beautiful, but she looks. The sister looks nourished, looks like she has, you know, some meat on her bones because she's been eating human flesh for the four, five, six years she's been in college and oh, has yeah. gotten that nutrient. So she's a little bit thicker than her sister. I thought that was a nice little touch. I don't know if it was on purpose, but I like to think it was. Yeah, it's a good way to look at it. I view this movie as a sci-fi movie more than anything. I saw, oh, I mean, I guess yeah, like a medical, like a medical horror movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, like I, I mean, I think feel like I'll always say this. I wish the body horror would have gone a little bit farther. Yeah, I wonder if they just didn't have a budget. Was this fairly low budget? Oh yeah, this is like indie of indie. I Cause think. Because the thing I was most impressed with with the leg was the leg. So at one point, the sister the leg was eats, good. eats the roommates of the sister's leg like to the bone um and that i i have no clue how they pulled that off i don't know if they had him at just the right angle tucked up and then they put a prosthetic leg yeah that's probably what they did but it looks so good um and her sister has just like binged herself into a catatonic state of this leg but like the the raw chicken <laughs> She's in, like one of those like post thanksgiving meal naps <laughs> but like covered in blood yeah um, but the, the raw chicken that the sister eats looks very gummy. It literally looks like they put the thing in a mold and it's just... It is, burnt. yeah, it's it's literally sugar. Yeah. And the finger, the finger looks pretty bad, but that leg looks amazing. The finger, and the finger only looks bad because her biting of it is so timid. You can tell, like, she's not actually supposed to, like... That it's take... just the outer layer they coated? Y- yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can tell that like, she's not supposed to take actual chunks because she, like, nibbles on it for yeah. most of that scene. And then she just in- inhales it. <laughs> 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 they cut away and they cut back. And, yeah, she's black man on a buffalo wild wings. <laughs> <laughs> she, She's really... She's... I love this movie. I love this... I... Rewatching this movie made me remember exactly how good it is, and it's it's best if you go in blind. Definitely. So I hope anybody that has is is all half of people that are listening to us. Um, if you haven't seen this movie now that you're 28 minutes in, I'm telling you now. Even though we've told you everything, uh, go watch it now and then watch this. Yeah, this this movie makes me happy because even though I don't think it's an outstanding movie. I think it's pretty good, 
and I think I think people should watch it. I think it's really creative, and it's. I remember when it came out. That's what everybody said. It was such a breath of fresh air, because it came out in 2016, and like, that was that was in like the height of just recycled BS over and over and over again. Yeah. And like the fact that this movie was so well well received, and the fact that this director's next movie is so good and also being so well received, I just I like that. That means like people are still taking weird shit and people are still making it and people still like it this um there's still an avenue for it this is so weird it it so while i was watching it it almost feels like a short film that they extended but extended well yes that's that's what i was going like what i kind of get at when i when i'm complaining about the pacing because and i think i notice it so much in this movie because it's it's like that because the concept of it is very much like a short film. A short film. It's yeah. it, it's like like don't breathe. Yeah, is a short film idea that's stretched out for <sighs> a mind-numbing eighty minutes. Is don't breathe the one with the semen and the hair? Yes. Oh, okay. I always yes. get that confused with like shut in. Oh, I haven't seen that one. I don't know. There's there's like two word titles I get yeah. confused. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this one's this one. That's what that's what I'm saying with this movie. That's what I think is cool is the whole like um, what's gonna happen next aspect of it because it is a feature film and it it comes from such a simple premise or a seemingly simple premise. Yeah. Like I remember um, when it came out, like you have no knowledge of like the shit that's gonna go down with the sister. The sister's not even like in any of the trailers. Most of it, you just think it's gonna be like a body horror movie. Yeah. But I that I feel like this movie finds like ground in so many other avenues where it brings you away from the body horror and brings you back into it and i feel like that's what what kind of keeps the momentum going yeah this movie is very light on the body horror i almost wish there was a bit a bit more yeah just, well i think just, like most of it's like supposed to be psychological well yeah like the body zapping the way they like simulated that is by having someone literally poking the sheets <laughs> to make it seem like someone was attacking, to make it metaphorical, but yeah. it's literally just the director probably yeah. being like. Bah, bah, that bah, shot bah, bah. though, in but that shot of like her under the sheets though, I think that's an interesting shot. Mm-hmm. This, like this a really whole... good way to, to show the claustrophobia. Can we talk about the like... the gay roommate? Yeah, sure. What's I ha- I have a lot. This this is a character that doesn't seem fleshed out to me at all. I don't understand what the purpose of him being gay is at all. I guess maybe because she can't have him. Honestly, but she can. It would almost make more. Yeah, honestly, it would almost make more sense for it to be a girl. So I I wonder if it was supposed to be a girl, and then they're like, we like this guy better. We'll just make him gay. They're, what if they're like it was supposed to be the sister, but then it it hit the NC seventeen rating, and we had to cut it down to R, so we switched it to a gay guy. <laughs> I, the, I mean, obviously, the purpose of that character is so they have someone to sacrifice in the movie. Yeah, but like I someone... feel like I yeah that that's something I feel like could have definitely been been fixed, and I feel like fixing that fit would fix the third act because the whole the whole point of the third act is like her descending into chaos and like into madness and like kind of losing touch with everything around her and mm-hmm. the only two things that you really have to go off of that she has touch with in this new unfamiliar place because again it's also you know like a fish out of water coming of age story 
yeah. is the the roommate and her Adrian. sister and at that point her sister and her are clearly not on good terms yeah and it's like the the, the roommate doesn't really do anything he's just occasionally like popping in to say stuff to her and then leaving and then they uh, almost fuck a few times and then they yell about almost fucking and then he's dead and, and i feel no, like they, they do fuck they, they do, yeah. If that's what you want to call whatever that gyrating is. That's, well, yeah. I, the, that's the I most primal fucking. That's amazing. And it was, like, <laughs> I've never seen s- all movie sex is simulated. But, like, she's so aggressively just plowing herself onto his dick that you can tell she's, like, halfway up his torso doing that. <laughs> and it's just, like, you couldn't have shot from a better angle. That whole scene is a mess. But it it does really paint this sort of, like... This she's off the deep end. She's there's no coming back for her. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like they they could have added more to that that dissension because I feel like and and then because like I feel like it's almost like she gets shocked into that state, but you don't really see her shock. Yeah. She just kind of turns into that person all of a sudden, she, and then she- like. She has like a Sarah Goldfarb dancing in the mirror, smearing lipstick all over yeah, her face moment. I, I wish I, we would have had more moments to lead up to that because that moment kind of comes out of nowhere. It does. It she's has just no, like, and she's and like from that moment forward, she's just crazy. Yeah. It, it's, <laughs> There's no like big slow, 180 slow in, decline into it. She just is crazy, which again could work if she were shocked, but she delivers such like a a standard like nervous shy timid girl like performance so i don't buy that she like the shocking like it doesn't seem like she's shocked it just seems like she's just all of a sudden crazy the actress didn't build it yeah i mean i don't think like the movie builds it like i don't think like the setting because it cuts from like i forget what the cut is from to that i think it's like them at the hospital or something or it's like right after oh it's right after they find the body so I guess, yeah, but... Or right after her sister tries to kill somebody. So I thought it was or after she somebody. has her um, her body zap withdrawal and she just like kind of wanders out into the hallway because she's craving so much and then she winds up at this paint party in a room and then she bites a dude and she realizes like, oh, this dude wanted to fuck me and that allowed me to get closer to him yeah that's that's um no when she's like the lipstick dancing is right before that that's where she goes i'm pretty sure or maybe it's after i don't know i think that's when she that might be when she goes to the party with her sister i know that she wears that blue dress for the entire third act of the movie (laughs) (laughs) there's like there's like two costumes in this whole movie and it's like her in a tank top and then it's her in that blue dress <laughs> or a bra, just a bra. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. In the lab coat. The, oh, the lab coat. Yeah. Oh, a nice, a nice thing that I saw is I liked how when you see the like seniors in college, their lab coats are like beat and worn and like brown and gross, and then you cut yeah. to the freshmen and it's like pristine white. Yeah. And it's like a good showing of how life weathers you, but like only through college. <laughs> yeah. This movie is good. Fascinating. It's, it's a very fascinating film. It is. And it, I'm sure I'm just reading into it, but it's one of those ones that's so, like, nicely told and so abstract with not a lot of things told at you that you can kind of interpret it however you want. Yeah. 
which is I think in like a route of movies that people should should try more often to make. Yeah. Like this to me is like using us like being artful in your storytelling. This yeah. is an interesting story to like capture and to to follow the, like the tale of and that's portrayed really well. The acting's really good. I mean, I don't really know how well I can gauge acting. That's what <laughs> I was thinking. I was like, yeah. how do I when it's in a different language, but I mean, it, it seems believable. Yeah. It, it, um, if anything, it just seems like quality. Like, it's just, you know, this serves its purpose. Yeah. And I also like how um, kind of withheld it is, like, scale-wise. This isn't a really big movie. There's no. only probably, like, five speaking roles that are, like, reoccurring. Yeah. Um, and... It's, it tackles a pretty simple premise, and not, yeah, I, I think it's it's a really good way of showing, like, a simple story that's just, like, very compelling. Yeah. It's um, it's a wonderful film. Is there is. anything else you'd like to talk about? I mean, We're the cinematography is pretty 30. good. Oh, yeah, let's, so what what did you think about the cinematography since that's, that's your forte? Yeah, the shots are really cool. Um, I like the the way it opens with that big wide shot in of the car. Yeah, that feels like I want to say there was like an older an older Italian movie or something I saw that used a shot that was really similar to that. I honestly like every shot in the the beginning of it. The way they use that like white light from like the um like the lab tables and like the the lights above the lab tables and like the refrigerator light when yeah, she's like eating the shit there's a super cool shot right at the beginning when they're doing their hazing where it's just like one like fluorescent long light bulb illuminating like all these um students crawling on their yeah hands that and shot's knees. super creepy and cool it's, and like the the one dude at the front was the only dude that showed up knowing what type of movie was it because he had his, like his head down and he made it all ghostly everybody else is just like crawling like normal but he did like a contortionist yeah thing. yeah because oh it's and it's one of those things where like it's it's not necessarily creepy because like we've seen i i for one am terrified of people scuttling to me that's just really creepy vision visionary yeah. when like the human body is distorted like that mm-hmm. but like the fact that this is just a hazing and it just looks unnatural i yeah. think makes it creepier to me yeah and i feel like that's like because i know we keep we keep calling it a body horror movie and honestly it's probably more of like a, it's probably more of a coming of age yeah. movie than it is a body horror but like i feel like the body horror becomes so psychological and like portraying it in such like a normal setting i guess is what makes body horror creepy to me i think like normalizing it that that school does not look normal i know what you mean it it, it is a yeah normal no setting, the school but- looks weird as shit yeah, you see the school from the outside, and it literally looks like something from Chernobyl. It's like all it like it looks gross. like like an outdoor art museum or something. It's all like cemented but and like, per, like a parallel. cement school. I would never go there. Yeah, it looks like a prison. That's nuts. Oh, the prison shot, um, where it it like they layered the sisters, the two sisters' yeah. faces over together. I love I love that because it again paints like this is what you could become. Yeah. If you dive into this too much and it's it's sort of a wake up call for the younger sister to be like, Look look at what it did to older sister. Do you really want to do that? Look at what it did to older sister. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know these people's names. What are what are they? It's are Justine they? and Alex. Which one's Alex? The sister. 
Which sister? The one that's not the main fucking character. Oh. The one that up until now you've been referring to as the sister. <laughs> so Alex Alex is the older one with the TikTok mullet. Got it. <laughs> I want to I don't know if I want to see a sequel to this movie or This is going to be taboo, but I almost want to see an American remake where it's like tightened up. Oh what? god, <laughs> no. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It maybe it's just because I want to see Christoph Waltz as the dad and like Sersha Ronan as the main chick. She did say that she would love to do an American-made movie, but we're too fucking expensive, so. Oh. Yeah, that's it's it is sad that her second movie is so good, but it did take her 5 years to get it out. What's that like, coming out? October 1st. Why is everything coming out in October? Because it's the spooky season. I, I think I'm more excited for Titan than Dune. Dude, Dune's getting horrible reviews. What? Yeah, Wait. we could we could talk we could get into it after the episode. Um, yeah, I think um, I, I want to say that it is strange. This director reuses the same names and that same actress in Titan, and the same that actress is also Justine. The. Eh. No, I just wonder, like, if, if Alexia and Justine have significant meanings for her, because her protagonist and the only two movies that she's made are are named after the, are with those names. It could be. Are they? Does the character, without going into spoilers, does the, does the character of Titan almost feel like a parallel dimension of the same character, just going through a different experience? No. No. Well. Okay. Nah. Nah. We got a proper noun in there, or? Meh. Oh, uh, one thing I do want to mention, uh, the lesbian nurse touches on fat phobia with doctors, which is something they didn't need to talk about at yeah, all. Yeah, what was that throwaway, <laughs> that throwaway conversation? <laughs> that, she like, I, I remember when I rewatched this movie, I, I sat on that conversation for so long thinking it was going to have a, a higher meaning. Nope. And then it just did it. Just doctors are fat phobic. Yeah. I remember no. watching this movie too and, and wondering if that was going to come back into play. No. No, I think maybe the direct is the director, you know, a thicker woman. She's from France. No. I don't I don't know. I, don't, I was like, maybe it was personal. Maybe she has a friend. Maybe she wants to throw it in. It's like, hey, yo, doctors, stop being fat phobic. You can find a vein. Stop being weird. You can find a vein. Well, what? would you give this movie, Sasha? I would give this movie um, probably 38 useless gay characters <laughs> out of <laughs> 55. 38 useless gay characters. Honestly, uh, they're probably like, we need to shift the gay tones from the sisters to another character. So if we just have this gay character here, <laughs> people will forget. They'll be like, no, that's what gay looks like. That's the gay one. She can't be gay, clearly. He has like two gay moments and wears an earring on his right ear. And that's like the only thing they do. They have him kiss a guy once. Well, and then no, he she walks in and he's just like getting his dick sucked. Like, oh yeah! In front of the door, 
I want to say there's another. I mean, they show him kissing up on guys a bit. I don't believe any of it. It looks. They all look so. It says a lot if you can be in a French movie and make gay scenes look awkward. Yeah. Because I've never seen that happen in a French movie. They are <laughs> all about everything. <laughs> I, yeah, they do eyeball licking. There's an eyeball licking thing. I'm not surprised, dude. They do it all. Eyeball licking. Do you want pink eye? This yeah. was a, so I had heard, yeah. No, please God, don't. Never. I, I I heard I heard about eyeball licking. I think we had like a PSA moment in our school because it was apparently going around eyeball licking, and they're like, "Don't do this. You'll get your eye cut out on purpose because it's so infected." And then this was the first time I had saw that. And I was like, oh, people actually do this? I thought this was just a scare tactic. Like, the fuck? They're in the party scene, there is a lingering, like, so they're doing a big shot across the whole party. And there's just a dude with his eyeball open and a lady just on the cornea. <laughs> the drugs. I blame the drugs. I would never let, I don't care what drugs you're on. Don't like eyeballs. <laughs> they can't help it. I walked past a guy on drugs today. He just kept doing handstands. You think I'm going to stop and tell him not to do handstands? Live your life, king. He just kept doing handstands. <laughs> That's just what people do. The mirror shot is really cool. I'm watching it right now. It's the part that's on the screen. The, uh, when she's having her Sarah Goldfarb moment? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that song that plays a lot. Yeah, there's like a specific reason they use that song too. Um, Cause it's Cause it, like, oh, it's what? like what rappers rap about for women. Yeah, but yeah, like French rappers are doing that for men. Yeah, like just objectifying them and making them feel like shit, and it's yeah. awesome. It's cool. Um, there's like some weird tones of like self empowerment in this movie that I feel like should have come a little bit more full circle. Other than just, I'm not going to let my sister eat me. <laughs> <laughs> or my friends. <laughs> I, maybe it's just because I have a sibling. So, like, I felt it empowering because it's like, even though you share the same things as your sibling and have, like, the same basic genetic makeup, you are not them. You can be yeah. a different person. I just kind of want to know, like, where is she going to go after this? Like, is she just, like, not crazy anymore? I think she's a vegetarian again. So they, they probably had to literally put her through rehab and lock her in a room and be like, Damn. we're going to get this shit out of you just like the mom probably had to do. Yeah. And then put her back on a vegetarian diet. And now she, I don't know, has to live with her parents or something so they can monitor her food. Yeah. Fuck. Do you think... So do you think she was breastfed as a baby? Do you think that would like trigger it? Do you think she was like... No, because she just started chewing on her mom's nipple. So that's a movie. There's this there's this B film called Grace where this woman gives birth to like basically a dead baby and then like prays to Satan or something and Satan brings it back but it's a zombie and it only drinks blood. So this mother <laughs> has to like slit the throats of people and like squeeze them out to get Maybe blood. Maybe just for kill the bloodthirsty baby. <laughs> no, no. She loves her child. It's 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 one of my other favorite topics where it's like, how obsessive can mothers be about their crazy, psychotic children that are monsters to the universe? And that's what this movie, Grace, is. Is she sits there and, and then the final shot of the movie is her like being like, we have to find a different route. And she 
reveals her boob and her whole nipple's just gone because the baby <laughs> has just chomped the entire boob off. That was Her that's the that's the prequel to Raw. Oh, it's that's not. what it was. She's actually Great. a satanic baby. <laughs> Grace is a good movie. It's a good little B film. All yeah. right, I I give this movie. <sighs> Yours was so good with the useless gay character. I give this movie. I give this movie. 45 eyeball lickings out of 50. But don't lick eyeballs. I don't mean that in a pleasurable way. Just, you know, objects in a rating system. Don't lick eyeballs, kids, please, for the love of God. <laughs> also, do not eat fingers. I feel like there's probably some health concerns there as well. Yeah, don't... It's like the <laughs> most filthy part of somebody. Fingers? Like they were toes. all just pissing in the wind, too, getting drunk. That's a filthy Oh, finger. yeah. So, real talk, after I watched that pissing scene, I tried that. It doesn't work. Yeah, I don't know what kind of, like, mega vagina she's got. <laughs> I just wanted to see. I was like, I know it's a movie, but I'm going to try it. I peed all over my pants. All right. Um, so, that was raw. That was raw. Thank you, everybody. 